Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. A lot of businesses experiencing a roller coaster ride over the past couple of years, and the financial services sector is no exception. The pandemic certainly forced a change in the way businesses work and the way products and services are delivered to customers, right? Yeah, and digital solutions, of course, becoming key to maintaining current customers and even attracting new ones. Yet, the pressure growing on financial service providers to accelerate their digital transformation efforts and deliver enhanced customer experience in line with their digital first competitors. And industry research from Couchbase found that the majority, about 83% of IT leaders in banks, insurers, and other financial services providers are under pressure to deliver digital transformation. Now, it's clear that the innovation in digital services spurred by the pandemic has been welcomed by customers. But how can the sector stay in the driver's seat in what is forecast to be a tough business environment this year? For more insights, Jeannie Yuan joins us, Head of Field Engineering APG at Couchbase. Hi, Jeannie. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Good evening. Some people might say it's par for the course. You know, people who work in the industry should know that this is the way it's going to be and they just have to get used to it. But clearly, it can get rather difficult. 54% of respondents said they just have too much to do in too little time. 30% believe deadlines and agility requirements are hard to meet. How can all of this be ameliorated at this point? Right. I guess the first thing you look at is you know, uh, especially in financial industry, right? So this um, this sector is rather, you know, have low risk appetite. At the same time, that means they are making changes in baby steps. At the same time, as you mentioned, right, the pandemic and all of those changes externally driving the industry to go into the change. So internally, what that means is the demand for the IT team or the development team to develop a lot faster. It's all about time to market. So what that means is a lot of people start looking into do things called agile, and people think that is uh, you know a silver bullet. But in fact, agile is not necessarily a time saver, a money saver, or actually make everyone's life easier. Mm. What case, would? Um, what would instead? Yeah, so I, I think first of all, I guess you know, re-level the expectation. But at the same time, going back to the technology side, that I think we need to just give people some very good tools to use. Uh, um, you know, a database, as an example, that's where, you know, what we do and what Couchbase does. You know, we need to have a, a much easier to use platform, much uh, integrated that you actually save a lot of time from, you know, all of the integration and other, you know, administrative tasks so that the people can actually use a a tool that has been fully integrated and uh, familiar to them. And I think that's probably one of the key things. Okay, Jeannie, 77% said there are obstacles uh, in their development team. So what are these obstacles uh, faced by the development teams? I think there are a number of them. So first of all, as I mentioned, because people are now using the way what we call Agile, Agile asking the development team not only to be the developer, Right. They need to be also from a developer, a tester, a BA, and designer. They need to do the whole thing. And the developer don't necessarily have the right mindset and the skill sets to do that. That's probably one. And then secondly, 
I think the um, developer are also facing uh, what we call the you know technology gap. And as I mentioned before, it is financial sector and a lot of technology, what I call the Stone Age or Dinosaur Age technology. Mm. Some of them are using AX400, which is mainframe. Uh, very hard to scale. Mm-hmm. That means when the people actually using those info, uh, I mean those technology to um, do the development, they are literally facing the limitation of those stone age technology. They just can't scale. They are not fast enough. Doesn't matter how hard and how fast you're going to, you know, build those your application. You literally have the limitation of the hardware. And that's why going back to the point that I have, mm. the proof is also very, very important. What is preventing firms from moving to something a little more evolved that would actually make their lives easier? Well, I, I guess it's the embracing, I, I think the you know, empowerment and embracing, you know, the next, what I call the next generation data platform, right? So I understand the low risk appetite, you know, for financial uh, sector because we ask for it because we don't want our money is at risk. Got it. But at the same time, um, finding a technology, finding a vendor, that can actually help the financial services to start the journey. It's not necessary for us to ask the financial industry to move to the cloud, for example, or so-called modernizing their application tomorrow. But it is a journey. It is a journey to start, but we have to start leveraging the latest technology, and then we have a different mindset towards implementing it. Okay, Jeannie, let's talk about the IT talent pool uh, that sure. uh, that we have right now. What what is the state of the talent pool and how will this impact the digital digital transformation overall? Um, interesting question because if you hear the, uh, the news, right, there is a huge layoff um, from the, uh, the IT giants recently. But at the same time, if you talk to, you know, some IT company, myself included, we are struggling to find the right talent. So if you get make, uh, I think if you are in a situation, you kind of get confused. You know what's happening. Mm, is it a skills mismatch, yeah. perhaps? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think at the same time, I will actually say a lot of the uh, what we so call the the skilled workers fail to present the value that they can deliver. Because we, as a developer, as a technical person, we all tend to you know put our heads down and then you know play with the keyboard, play with the code. But how can we actually articulate what we are doing associated with the business value? Until we can do that, we are all cost, Mm. right? Give some people tips, the people who are listening today who want to go into the sector again or to excel in the sector if they're already there. Give them some tips on how to articulate their value. I think, first of all, it is the mindset be aware of it is probably the half the job done. Uh, a lot of people are literally just spending a lot of time to upskill um, their hardcore. How do you do this programming language? How do I, I learn to do a lot more uh, other you know skills? But I think soft skills, communication, mm. articulation, stay at the same level as the stakeholders. I think it's very important. Don't use some buzzwords, mm. right? Don't use the word like big data. What, what does it really mean? <laughs> mm. right? Be precise, speak English, yeah. right? put it in a layman's term so people understand. Put yourself in their shoes, use the analogy that you normally see in, uh, in life. And this will actually help to turn the conversation to something that's much easier to understand. 
Otherwise, I don't think we actually short of hearing people saying that I don't understand what that guy's talking about. Mm. And of course, you need to make sure that whatever you say is directly aligned to the business strategy that the executives have in mind as well. Now, Jeannie, how is the adoption of technology such as AI and machine learning expected to make all of this even more challenging in the years ahead? What exactly is the advice you would give an organization that's dealing with all of this? Yeah, that's a very interesting one. Um, As you probably know, that my background actually comes from data and uh, I spent a lot of time in analytics, AI, before I moved into, you know, operational database. So nowadays, a lot of new tools that's actually coming out are so-called AI-driven all right, so it's supposed to make our lives easier. However, the application is not necessary to actually, you know, fit the fingertip. So by having or understanding and utilizing those tools, the management team or whoever get the tools in, mm-hmm. so they're supposed to help, but indeed it doesn't. And it, what you end up in the situation is the developers or the people that have to end up spending more time to understand how this tool is supposed to help me to increase my productivity, all right, is actually dragging my feet. So I think, again, coming back to the original point, I think, you know, the, the skilled workers, the technical people will have to, you know, put their heads up and try to understand what's happening around them, try to embrace, try to embrace the changes, try to adopt the new technology as well as the uh, new ways of working before they actually just say, hey, I, I dealt with my programming. I think those days are gone. We just need to, you know, look up and look forward and, and, and be part of it, be part of the change. All right, Jeannie, we're going to have to leave it there. Jeannie Yuan, Head of Field Engineering uh, for Couchbase, joining us here on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.